Is it on? <laughs> yeah, we um, can start whenever. It's not. Dude, we're shooting you know, like shit. <clears throat> That's what I want it to be. I want to shoot the shit. Yeah, absolutely. Answering, answering the email there. Oh, good. Put this away. Um, Rez, what's your note time for? Uh, you want me to be honest? Yeah, gotta ask you insightful questions. Actually, you wrote shit down? No. <laughs> oh. Um, that's nice. I don't know, I'll take notes down, like if I feel like I want to say something and I forget. And I also have a one-on-one -on -one at four, so I just want to keep that in the back of my head. Who's at four? Amy. Amy. Hey, Amy. <laughs> Amy, what the one? Macawam. Macawam? Macawam. Macawam. That's how you say it. Interesting. That's yeah. great. All right. Okay, let's get started. Uh, episode two, NCR podcast. Uh, following the first episode, we had pretty decent reception, I think. Thank you for those of you who enjoyed it and commented, left thumbs up all that jazz. Um, I've learned a little bit from it. I don't know about you. Well, the world knows how I deal with my body hair. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, that right? was fun. I learned that like, I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but I say K like every 10 seconds and it really pissed me off. No one told me, because I think everyone that watched it was too nice, but I say K after like everything he said, I'd be like K. Okay. I haven't watched you coach yet, so I don't know. I'm really, I'm really. do that when you coach too. Right? I don't think I do it as much. I don't know. You're probably just super nervous. No, I wasn't nervous at all. I didn't think. I think it's just conversation. For Anyways, what? I'm going to try to fix that. So uh, today, new individual on the podcast. Introduce yourself. Paul Trombler, co-owner here at Crossing NCR. <laughs> and we have Reza. Yeah, I'm the Mashkuri, <laughs> returning. Your, your introduction in the last one was pretty funny. What what was it like the? I don't know. It was like, oh, were I you there when the I was watching it? No, it was, yeah, it was like, <laughs> it's like I'm Reza. Uh, <laughs> There's that big silence that I followed up with the hair question. Uh, I went to the games to in 2012. Like, oh, and he good. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it was an interesting. Um, let's start with that story you just told us. Get a little context about Felix's first soccer game. Oh man, that was a good story. I don't want to hear more. So Felix well, had his first soccer yeah, game. Yeah, Felix. Felix, my son, he's uh, he's a year and a half, just under two, and uh, we had soccer on the weekend. It's like little, it's called little kickers, mm -hmm. and uh, I thought uh, I thought it was gonna be like a bunch of kids just you know ripping around and hitting balls, yep. but it was it was like pretty instructional and like educational, and probably just like trying to get kids to learn how to listen to directives and shit, right. like kind of like our CrossFit Kids program where. The whole point of it is, is basically to have fun, right? And then to sprinkle some CrossFit here and there, anyway. So th this was what the, the the soccer was, and um, Sarah got on tape me like just kind of going nuts when Felix actually hit the ball. And it's like you got to go watch the video, but it was basically like kids were going everywhere. Like it was a it was a free for all. And at one point, they finally got the kids to play with the balls, and. And Felix, he's always playing with the balls at home anyways, and he's kicking it, so I knew he wanted to play with the balls. And the, the instructor, the instructor like, was having him go in lines, and there was like four nets. And he, he would have four people go at once, four kids, and Felix was like the third or, third or second kid to go. And I felt like I was holding back like a, like a savage going for a fight, like I was just holding him back. And the, the instructor's like, no, Felix, like, wait for your turn. And I would tell him to sit down, he would sit down, and then even when it wasn't his turn, he would like get up and he just wanted to go yeah. hit the ball. So anyways, when he got up and finally cranked the ball into the net, I was like, yeah! <laughs> oh man, that's it was just, awesome. But it was like, it was basically, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. You it just, came out of somewhere. 
proud of him, man. Yeah, but like, that's what I mean. It it came out of like, it just came out. This you little just don't, thing like, you created just scored a goal. I know, and it's just like a, a moment where I if I saw someone else do that, I would just I would just really chirp them. Yeah, right. But it was me, and I was I, like, I, think I was just moment. so excited. Yeah, I think that like as CrossFitters, like being competitive and just like being competitive people, like in sports and whatever, it that exists in all of us. And the challenge is going to be to like calm that person down mm. inside of us, you know? Yeah. Because like I was saying earlier, like I, when the CrossFit kids would go to comps and stuff, like I'd be like, let's go, you know, and you go, damn, Russ, you got to like cool it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't want to be that parent. That's that the challenge. I can't wait to see when it's your own blood. But to say, speaking of which, announcement, this guy, congratulations, yeah. going to be a dad. I was really surprised that you weren't already a dad. Like you are around kids all the time. Yeah, you're not you seem the first pretty good with them. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I thought you already had a kid. I didn't know. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. All right, let's bring it. Regional recap. Yeah. We're gonna talk regionals. Before we get into that, let's just talk background. So before CrossFit. Yeah. Athletically, life-wise, <laughs> how did you find this? What were you doing before? Should I tell the story? <laughs> the Pier Twenty One story of us meeting again? No, no, no. That was a good story. Yeah. There's it's probably more to add to that from your end of things. Yeah, yeah, there is. You talk about that could be for another podcast. <laughs> that could be for an entire other podcast. How resident the love story of yeah, how resident that all started. Uh, my background, like, it's basically hockey. Growing up playing playing hockey, um, and how I found CrossFit was was a little bit like I was done playing hockey, and mm-hmm. like kind of you you hear a lot. What age? Uh, I finished playing hockey when I was 21, 22. So. Um, and you kind of hear this a lot from people who play competitive sports, like they'll stop playing their competitive sport and they'll jump into CrossFit and see it as a sport right away mm-hmm. and kind of um, fuel their competitive side there. And that's, that's essentially how it started for me, which in hindsight is, is really funny because it's, it's moved into to like a lifestyle and, and just you know, uh, opening up the gym for health benefits and long-term health, you know, not necessarily just like competing, but that's definitely what drew me, drew me to the CrossFit right away. It was like the fact that I could compete at it. Um, and that's that's basically it. Like when I stopped pl- playing hockey, I kind of got like a little out of shape. And then I, I, would, I was working downtown where there's a gym downstairs and I could uh, go to the gym at, at lunch. And I had an hour for lunch. Where were you working? Uh, Export Development Canada. Okay, yeah. what's that? It's, uh, it's like a, it's a crown corporation that finances Canadian companies that want to export hmm. or buy foreign. And uh, I worked in one of the departments there to basically just an entry level job mm-hmm. after a finance. Because you did fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have a finance. Where'd you go to school? Ottawa U. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and it was a buddy of mine uh, that I worked with. His name's Andy Beckler. And uh, he like showed up to my desk one day and he, um, he showed me a picture of the podium of the CrossFit Games. And that year was. I, th- I think I started in summer 2011, so it would have been. Uh, no, no, because the games hadn't happened yet. So it was oh. the, it was a year before it was 2010. Even feel it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he's like, "This is CrossFit," and you see, like right away, the first exposure I had to CrossFit was games. the games, which is still to this day like a lot of people. Do you think though that's because you, he knew you were athletic, or is that just the, how it was back then? Everything was about. I think a. L- because the CrossFit health thing's kind of new. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's it is moving towards that um, a lot, uh, just because there's there's so many more affiliates now worldwide. Mm-hmm. But it's still the, the games like the mm-hmm. games gets the most exposure. 
Yeah. Games yeah. is on TV. Everyone's got the Netflix documentary. That totally. Kind of yeah. yeah. I mean, that's been huge for, for the sport and for affiliates. Like, we still get tons of people who walk in and say, like, yeah, I just watched this movie on Netflix. Yeah. You know, and, like, it, it can scare some people, but for the most part, I think it just gets people uh, into the gym. Right. Or at least a step foot into a CrossFit gym. Even if they're a little afraid right off the bat and they look in and they're like, oh, okay, well, none of these people actually look like the people on the documentary, mm -hmm. so it must be for everyone. And mm -hmm. if you can make that distinction right away, you know, obviously it's good for the sport or for the, the affiliates. But yeah, so I saw that, that podium picture, and then my buddy's like, okay, well, this is CrossFit, let's give it a shot. So we went to the park the next day, ran to the park, did Cindy. Which full 20 was, minute? Yeah, full 20 minute on a soccer net. <laughs> and like, Honestly, I, I think everyone would probably love to see their first CrossFit Absolutely. on tape. Yeah. Now that I think of it, we should videotape more people doing that <laughs> first. Because then like five or six years down the yeah. road, be like, hey, look, this is you. Well, yeah. that, that was like last week when you asked me about, like I talked about like how I have these videos on YouTube. Yep. A couple of the guys went and looked at those videos yeah. and they were like, they thought it was so funny. Those videos are great. They're so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> they're terrible. But there's, it's crazy how yeah. far you come. Yeah. yeah. Like your King Kong video. Yeah, we got to get that out there shit. too. So the King Kong video is great because I remember like I was so full of piss and vinegar when I started and like basically I was like the, the athlete or the member that when I see walk in here, I'm like, oh boy, here you go. Another one, you know? Yeah. Like I, I walked in my, my first or second class ever um, after joining at Luzin Gatineau and I like I show up five minutes before class and I ask the coach, I'm like, hey, uh, can I do friend? And the <laughs> coach, the I remember, <laughs> yeah. That's what the time to be with? Well, after, like I had heard that you've done friend in 315. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, this, this resident guy, okay, let's, let's give it a shot. So I, would wa I walked in and I'm like, can I do friend? And I remember the coach like trying to explain to me how the class worked. <laughs> it was David Kallick. He was trying to tell me like, so well, you want to like a CrossFit class. I'm yeah, just, yeah, okay. no, the, the class, like I'm, it's five minutes before class. And the, the, I remember now that I think back about it, like he was just so nice and just like explained to me like, this is how it works. But, and I, I was like, okay, well, can I just do it? And then I'll just hop into the class. And he said, yes. Huh? Yeah. He was like, right. you know what, dude? Like, fine. You know, he like kind of stopped arguing with me. Yeah. And I did Fran. And I remember him telling me like, you know, Fran's a hard workout. You might not be able to do the class after. And I did Fran, the whole class watched me. And I was like, why are they just watching me? Anyways. So when I finished, I did not want to do the class. No chance. Imagine doing your first friend, and I did it pretty fast, and I was like dying because people were watching me. Yeah. And then 316. 316 so hits with what? Yeah, by a second, 315. Oh, man. It's just funny, because imagine like, imagine someone walked into our gym. I know. And just came up. Hey, <laughs> hey, can I rip out triple three? Like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's why like, it's like Mike Kirkpatrick who walked into the gym one day and was like, I'd like to do the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Like dead serious yeah, looked at me and I was like serious. I was like sweet man like me too so yeah. this is the place to be like this is where you sign up yeah <laughs> but like you can't take anyone you know you can't like can't write anyone off no you right. can't you yeah. can't so because if you, yeah and that's the that's the kind of the way we we do it here I, I I think I hope so so when I finished that workout mm -hmm. I'm like I don't want to do this class whatsoever <laughs> but the guy said that I wouldn't be able to so I'm like, I'm gonna do this class. So yeah. I did the class, and I, what was I got the class. Do you remember? That I don't remember. No, I was blocked out. Yeah. Remember that? Like I was dead, and it, I think it had wall balls, and I got destroyed. Yeah. Like, 
anyways but that was the story so that I could have a time to kind of go after this guy right yeah and then from there you basically went up to him in a bar and just like I want to yeah that's when I and, and again it's like the competitive side like I remember walking into the to Luzin and, and like thinking or asking like who's this resident guy or who's the mm -hmm. guy to beat and again like probably such a douchebag dude you know like Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, it's funny to think back on that, but yeah, I was like, who's the guy to beat? And then everyone's like, well, this Reza guy is the best guy in Ottawa, mm. you know? I was like, all right, sweet. And that's why I went to New Zen as well, because I heard that that's where he coached. Right. Because I, I was going to, I didn't even know CrossFit gyms existed, mm. you know, and I thought it was just like kind of something people did. So I found physics and I went to physics in Orleans. And that's a story for another day. <laughs> if Frank's watching, he loves this story. But um, and it, but that was like kind of far for me, and and I, I knew the resident was going to the other one, so I went there with him. Right. Yeah. Okay. But that's the whole story of uh, kind of derailed a little bit. But he's no, starting okay. CrossFit, I guess. Yeah. 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 And before that, though, you did something else besides hockey. Didn't yeah, you? I did some Red Bull Crash Dice a little yeah. bit, and the American the announcers love to talk oh, about man, that. Oh man, the announcers at the CrossFit Games love talking about that, <laughs> and they say Crush Dice. Yeah, Crush Dice. Yeah. I was about to say Crush yeah. Dice. It's not called that. No, it's Crashed. Crash. Crash Dice. Yeah. Because you crash. Yeah. That was super fun too, but I mean, I wasn't like on tour or anything. Mm -hmm. What um, is it for people who don't know? It's uh, it's just downhill ice skating. Okay. And it's like on a track, and it's four guys going out, and it's a straight race. line, or is it like? No, it's it's on a course. And you have course. to skate, or is it you just coast? You can do both. Yeah. But you have to skate right. if you want to win. If right. you want to go fast. Right. Um, and I did that for like two, almost three years. Full contact? No, no, no. It's not full contact, and you can get disqualified if you do right. hit someone. And I had a buddy who was like, is this was basically right after hockey too. So like all all of the guys that I played junior with or a bunch of us, we um, went to tryouts. Mm -hmm. And one year, um, one of our buddies made it. And then we're the year after, like, hey, we all have to try this. So we, we did it. It was Adam Scooby. And he was like super fast. Anyway, so then we, and, and he ended up like kind of getting on tour too, which was really sick. But I did that for a couple, couple years. I actually did that while crossfitting. Yeah, like the when we qualified for the games, he did that that year because I remember being super nervous about mm. that. Like Can I remember we were at a bar watching him do it. <clears throat> like he was in Quebec City, and we were all at a bar in Ottawa watching. Mm. And we were like, he took a he, he took a bail, and we were all oh, just yeah. like, fuck, because right? every when you take a bail in crashed ice, it's like uh, if, it's, if it's the wrong timing, like you're going you're going into the board. Like it's super yeah. dangerous. So, it's crazy. Yeah, and that's actually why like the 2013 Open. That was your last year doing it, I think. Yeah, because we went to the games in 2012, and then I, I'm like, yeah, I, I want to go as an individual. So the 2013 Open, like, I was gunning for it, like, trying to trying to go and blah, blah, blah. And I did uh, Red Bull Crash Dice that year, and I, I came back with, like, my elbow was, like, this yeah. big. It was so bruised and disgusting, and, like, I, have, I still have chips in there that move around. Remember, that's the year that Albert came down, and or he came down to Quebec City. You went there. You didn't come with me. No. No. Anyways, I came back and I had to do this open workout. Yeah. I was like, okay, if I want to like, kind of be serious. You did that one in Quebec City. I did one in Quebec City. Yeah. And, and then back. I came back. It was the wall ball muscle, muscle up. up. And I like, I couldn't extend my arm. It was just, anyways, but yeah. And so I remember the next year he was like, I'm done. Yeah. I was like, thank God. this again. Yeah. So let's step back. Your first open was yeah. 2011? 12. 2012. Yeah. 2012 was your first open and you went to the games that year. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. No. Yeah. Different time? Maybe it yeah. happens where like first open show up to regionals, maybe? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, on a team, so maybe, tough. man. Like, it probably still happens where there's, like, a guy or a girl that comes out of nowhere, does the open, hops on a team, they go to the games. Mm -hmm. uh, it's probably rare. I, I, man, I think it's tough. For sure it's tough. And, you know, it's just the – back then it was a little bit different, too. Like, I had been doing CrossFit for, like, six months before the open. Right. I didn't even know what the open was. You know what? It wouldn't happen anymore because we – that year was one of the last years where we could like pick and choose who did what. Yeah. You can't, they can't even like. Yeah, but there's like some studs that come out of nowhere. Yeah, like I was yes. talking to a guy at Waterpalooza, he, his first open he qualified for regionals like really? two years ago. Yeah, next football guy. And he was at regionals again this year. I'm just picturing like one year in the sport, like trying to walk up that goddamn ramp on your hands. Oh, like man. that's not gonna end no. well. Yeah. No. So yeah. first open, yeah, 2012. Go to the games on a team. Yeah. How'd you guys do? Oh man, we finished Come on, almost Nate. What kind of question is that? <laughs> like, I don't know. We beat three teams that year, okay? We beat Latin America. Yeah. Africa. That was the Asia. team. Latin <laughs> well, Latin, Latin America had a team. This is when the regions were a little bit oh, different. I thought that the team name was like no, no, no. Team Latin America. Latin America, there's a Team Asia because Asia had their own region back then mm -hmm. in Africa. Hmm. Yeah, we were part of the international athletes. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first interactions that I've ever had with Dave Castro was after the Big Bob event. This first year they introduced Big Bob yeah. was in yeah. 2012. That's that big slug thing, right? Yeah, yeah, so we're pushing it. Reza and I, this is again a story for another day. We're dying on the slide. Mm -hmm. We finished the workout and like we're really close to finishing. You can hear the announcer like, let's hear it for our international athletes. And you got all the teams like rounding up and like kind of cheering us on yeah. and like, this is it. You know, like this, this is us finishing. The, it was our workout. first event too. It was first event. And then Castro was standing at the end of the line. And I was like really surprised actually. I was like, this guy is the, the director of the games. Like, what's yeah. he doing watching us? Anyways, he was there. And when we finished, like, I couldn't even stand up. But then I saw that he was there. So I'm like, I stood up. And he was just like giving all of us like big handshakes. Right. And that, that, that was really cool. That's sweet. Yeah. So 2012 on team. Yeah. You go back. 2013, that's when you decided you wanted to go individual. Yeah. What was that decision process? Why? Um, well, when I first started, I didn't even know about the teams. I, the moment I picked up the yoke at the games and I felt I was starting moving backwards, it was in that moment where PT was like, I'm never doing this team bullshit ever again. Oh, yeah, unpack that one real quick. You well, picked it, was up just, yoke it was a yoke on chains. Okay, this was an event at the games. Yeah, and like we were getting crushed all weekend. And it's I a like, pendulum yoke. Yeah, pendulum yoke, whatever. I got up on it. Our third guy, Kyle, took it maybe like not far, 10 feet. Mm -hmm. Then I got under it, I stood up, and it, I took like five steps backwards, and then I just fell. And then this guy just threw it on his back, and he started marching down the field. And I, I, in that moment, he was like, fuck this team, I'm going Indy next year. I only walked at half the field, though. Hackenbrook walked the whole way. And this, this absolute savage from Champlain Valley walked the whole way, too. Oh, yeah. But uh, no, it was actually, he's, he's right, because we've talked about this before. I remember after that event, and it wasn't because... I was laughing. I wasn't having a good time because we were still having a good time. Like That's it was, you're at the game, so mm -hmm. it's sick no mm -hmm. matter what. Um, but I remember after that, uh, I think the individuals were kind of going right after, and I saw them warming up for a sprint, maybe. Anyway, so I went up to my family, and I was kind of disappointed about that performance. Mm -hmm. And they're like, "Good job, good work," you know. Like we're still happy for you. And I'm like, I'm coming back here. And I remember telling that to my sister. I'm, like, I'm coming back here next year mm -hmm. um, as an individual. Mm -hmm. 
and didn't happen the year after that, but 2014 it happened. Close, yeah. yeah. So we'll move through 2013, yeah. you tried, you went to regionals yeah. as an individual. Yeah. That was your first year qualifying individual? Did you qualify No, I qualified the year before. And that's when they took 60, 2016? Uh, 2012, they took 60. From Canada East. 13 was yeah, from Canada East. And I, I finished 43rd or 42nd in the open. And they only take 20 now. Yeah, okay. 15. 15. Yeah, we only took 15 right. this year. Yeah, so isn't that crazy? Crazy. Twenty twelve. There's sixty people, and there's from this exponentially region. more people doing it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's tough to qualify for even just regionals. Twenty thirteen, I finished fifth in the open. I finished thirteenth at regionals, um, and that was like kind of a light bulb too for me. Like mm -hmm. after getting de like destroyed. Coming in like really confident, thinking like you know I went to the games last year. I'm new on the scene. Like people were talking about me, and then I just it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's so many mistakes, rookie mistakes, and so many like just eye-opening things, mm -hmm. like getting judged in in a regional setting, like the the intensity and the volume over that weekend, and just like competing against guys like Albert and just realizing like. These guys are it's different. Yeah, yeah, it's different. This guy is, is miles ahead of us. Right. You know. So and then 2014, I, I ended up qualifying. Yeah. But I worked up with you for the first time. When? Uh, Ironstone, like, what would it be like two years ago now? Almost your first yeah. seminar there. I remember you came. Oh, when you and, worked out with me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you came. And it was a similar story. It was eye opening. It was literally. I tell this to everyone. You came. I hit you up came, worked out, you went, came like an hour before the class, you're like, yeah. hey, let's just like warm up, do something. Yeah. The warm up you had us do was like a 20 minute EMOM of 200 meter yeah. row, which floored <laughs> me. And then we started snatching and like, it just the, what I noticed was everything you did looked like you were gonna kill someone. You know what I mean? Like just pure intensity. Yeah. And everything. So that's probably similar to what you were seeing with them when you went to that first regional. It's yeah. just different. You know what with, I mean? Yeah, with them too, for sure. For sure, it, like after regionals, you, you think that way, but I was pretty lucky that after the games, I got to meet like so many of like the big names in CrossFit, mm -hmm. and I got to do the invitational, so I got to become friends with like, you know. You did the invitational in 2013? 2014. Right. This is after I made the games. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. We're skipping Because I saw you, I, I met you in like 2015 and 2016. Yeah. So like I was fresh off of meeting these guys and like going down and training with these guys. Right. So like when I went down and stayed at, at Froning's house for a week, that was again eye-opening for mm -hmm. me in terms of like how to train oh, and how God. to approach every day. And that's why, did you, did you hear the, the, the Imam? Yeah. It's because we went there and they, these guys were getting ready also for... This guy the came back regionals. from Froning's place, man. Okay, hang on, like, hang on. We gotta make it. This is this is so much that I want to keep going on. But one step at a time. Okay, okay, okay. 2013. Yeah. Okay, didn't qualify. Yes. 2014. Qualify. Qualify for the, the CrossFit Games. For the CrossFit off Games. Talk about that regional real quick. That regional was nuts. That that was back then before the, the Super Regional. Um, and uh, I remember just seeing that highlight reel of you jumping in the stands before I knew who you yeah. were. That was so hype. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy moment, man. A crazy moment that like I'll never forget, and a moment that I'll I'm constantly trying to chase to, right. to get again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that year was pretty crazy. We I finished um, sec tied for second with, with three other two other guys. So Alex Vigneault and Pascal Bayergeon. Um, they only took two back then. Yeah, it was only oh, top two. two. Yeah. So Albert won. Albert won. Yeah. Yeah. He ran away with it. He was. He was. 
so good in 2014. Just killed it. Just so good at everything. Um, but I, I won the tiebreak because I had won two events. Right. I won, and back then, Dave was still programming one rep maxes. So <laughs> I won right. that and I won the last event. Right. Uh, which was a, a sprint, like pull-ups and, and overhead squats. You, did you win the snatch? Yeah. It was a hang snatch? Yeah. yeah 275? Yeah. Tied for first, I think. Was it 275 that I hit? I think, I think so, because so, you made an aggressive jump. Yeah, because I had no, no rep my second one. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. But anyways, yeah, qualified for the, for the games that year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, and this throwing thing was before the games? No, it was after. That's what it was I'm saying. After like the games. by by qualifying for the games, mm -hmm. you know, I go to the games, I meet these guys over there. Um, I I kind of lucked out with making the invitational Canada team because Albert got hurt that year. Um, uh, Lucas Parker was out that year, or didn't maybe didn't finish the whole weekend, but he had like a, a rhabdo mm -hmm. mid. Uh, that was your triple three took everyone out. Yeah, Lucas Parker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like involuntarily peeing after. I remember. Yeah. Seeing that. I oh no, because Lucas was on the team with me, so it was me and Lucas. But I ended up, I ended up finishing first out of all the Canadians <laughs> at the games. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I went to the Invitational, competed against Froning and Kalipa and Rudmanson and Hogberg. Those were the guys on mm -hmm. the, on the other teams. Um, so that's when I met those guys right. and um, that's also when I met, you know, all the people that, that helped me get on staff right. for the level one. So through them and, you know, it, basically I was, I was in Boston hanging out and then James Hobart was like, I'm going back to Cookville next week and then coming back for the ECC, do you want to come with me? I'm like, yep. I'm like yeah, sure, like, yeah. do you think that's cool? He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll just stay at Rich's and we'll just work out. Like, and James bought me a ticket. Like, he just went home that night, and he's like, okay, you're coming with me tomorrow now. I'm like, okay, like, what, what are we doing? Like, what, what flight are you on? He's like, I got you a ticket, don't worry about it. Huh, I, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, okay, James Hobart, beauty. Yeah. You know? So anyways, we go to, and that's when we went to Rich's, and just like, I got to know Rich a bit better, mm -hmm. and I got to meet everyone in Cookville, and, mm -hmm. and that's when I came back, and I was like, okay, these guys train differently. Yeah, describe differently, what was the difference? The difference from well, the environment number one was huge. Okay. Was amazing. Like yeah. obviously you. They always with, talk about that. Yeah, you, you're with Rich. Like just being around Rich at at his gym, is is and in, in his garage is, is mind blowing. Just mm. like, you know, everything he does, everything he does in training. If if you have the chance to like watch him train, it's just like, it's incredible because mm. he moves so well and everything is done with purpose. And he's just right. like, yeah, and and it was just like kind of taking a day-by-day -day thing and, and seeing like how how he decides what training to do uh when during the day and this is when he had a he had a baby as well right he had lakeland and uh and yeah so that's when i came back and i was like okay hey, this guy's training fully it's the environment so we need to chase that environment we need to get that intensity and we're not i felt like i wasn't doing enough right because he trains a lot yeah he trains a lot and still when i came back i wasn't training nearly as much as he was and he even said, he's like, this is this is less than when I when I was individual. Right. Because that was, year was the year he made the switch to go towards team. Yeah, that was the first year he was going to go team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even then, like, it was less volume right. than he was doing. And so from your end, what is all this? You seem like you want to say something. I feel like, I feel like, like, I'm a bit of a, like, princess when it comes to training. Like, like I'm not a lot of volume kind of guy, so yeah. this guy came back and, like, Back then, we were all trying to train together as much as we could. You and we were. Yeah, yeah, you, me, Pete. Because I was like, we were all qualified for regionals back then. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just rough, man. Like, you'd, 
warm up, the warm ups, like you said, like they were just like you're dead after the warm up. <laughs> Yeah, like our volume spiked up, but it was cool, right? Like PT came back. He's like, guys, this is what Rich is doing. And we like had a lot of respect for that. So mm -hmm. we, we tagged along, but there's some days where I, I was always like, called yep. the quits pretty early. Were you guys just going like, make it up as you go kind of Rich style yeah. Yeah. back then? Okay. Yeah. And, um, but like, you remember the warm ups Cause that's what we remember, the warm ups. Is, is that, is it still on? Yeah, keep going, you're good. Just All right. Just meter row, right yeah, we would do we would do warm ups, and that's that's another thing that I took back from it. it was just like he 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 took every warm up for every session and just turned it into a workout, like a slowly right. increasing workout. So yeah, right. you would like kind of get your conditioning in um, as you would warm up, and it was always like um, low impact stuff. Right? It was good too. Like you'd feel good after that warm up. Like you'd usually yeah. be ready to rock. Mm -hmm. And those yeah. are those are concepts and and things that I still bring to my training today yeah uh, maybe not all year long because because it doesn't necessarily need to be that much mm -hmm. volume all year long but definitely when i'm ramping it up and like getting ready for for the open we're adding in those like conditioning warm-ups yeah, right uh, because it's, it's just an easy way to get that conditioning up yeah. and even when i was i would get my my sessions from michelle and i would see that there was like lifting and this and this and that and like sometimes i'd just be like yeah i'm gonna throw in like a 20 minute conditioning sesh to start and to get the, the wheels going. Right. And like you start and it's like nice and easy and then you finish and you're like, I can't work out anymore because the intensity yeah, yeah, just yeah. kicks Builds in. Yeah. yeah. And like those are concepts and and uh, ways of training that, that we love doing. Mm -hmm. And you can see like in the priority work of the, the NCR program, it's like you can take some of those, that priority work and you, if, if you take a look at it and you go like, hey, I'm going to use this one mm -hmm. and I'm going to turn it into a warm up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so like let's say there's a 20 minute DMOM, I'm gonna take that, the first 10 minutes, I'm gonna go easy, I'm yeah. gonna take it easy, still get whatever. We're back. We're back. So the uh, the camera stopped recording, which is awesome. So. That's so much good stuff, we man. We're gonna have so much good stuff. It's all coming back yeah. at you, don't worry. The secrets. All, all the, the secrets were released. We talked right. everything from how you squat 500 pounds to I mean everything. Yeah. So, training yeah. leading up to regionals. Let's start yeah. there. Sure. So training leading up to regionals. Yeah. Something changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sarah was pregnant with our second kid, and uh, we knew that the uh, the baby was due May tenth, and that regionals was May eighteenth. Um, so obviously that was kind of in the back of my mind the whole time, but it wasn't uh, like I said earlier, and then. Thing that cut out. Uh, I don't like. I don't really like using it or thinking about it uh, as an excuse because I, I I really like the fact and enjoy the fact that that I'm busy, that I have you know kids at home, uh, you know running a gym, doing the seminars, doing other things, and um, that kind of fuels me more than more than anything else to kind of <laughs> say that I can still do it um, and still perform. Uh, but leading up the regionals, yeah, tra training changed a little bit. Uh, I had the, the, um, the, the baby stuff in the back of my mind, and we were moving. So kind of lots of stuff, but that's kind of why I wanted to get a coach as well. Because mm -hmm. that's something new for you too. Before this year, you hadn't had a coach. Yeah. This year, you approached? Michelle. Michelle. Let's tell him. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I, I've, I've never... <laughs> what? frustrating <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a coach it's never something that uh that I've done we've talked about this already so we'll just kind of <laughs> cut it short um 
I've never had a legitimate coach actually programming for me um, and 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 give me direction in the training and kind of give me a, an, an overall plan and not just kind of winging it day to day. Time out. You did. Dom. Oh yeah. Look at this. Oh my round God. Two yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Round Sorry, man. I, you know what? I should, I should really apologize for that. Actually, just can't say I've never had one. Yeah, Dom Adam, the owner of Zen CrossFit, or the former owner of Zen CrossFit. That's the now, first gym you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's now the owner of CrossFit Griffintown in Montreal, and uh, yeah, he was the, my first coach. My first coach. Yeah, and he helped out like in the beginning stages, like in 2012, 2013. That's right. I, I wasn't with him for too, too long no. though, but, um, and he's, he like helped me out even leading up to 2014, I remember. Do you remember why you stopped using Dom? I can't think uh, of why. I think it was, it's the same thing as, as why like. You didn't like doing shit on your own? Yeah. Yeah. It's basically that. So like, I loved everything about having a coach. Um, from the programming all the way to game day, coach taking care of you from warm up and, and whatever. Um, but train by yourself. That's what I, I didn't like. Right. And that's probably why I won't keep going full tilt with, with Michelle. Uh, but I, my plan is to kind of, I want to stay in touch with her. And you know what, if she's going to listen to this before I talk to her, this is probably news. But she knew, like, when I messaged Michelle in January, basically just asking for help. Mm -hmm. Like, her and I go go back to, like, 2012, 2013, when we first met, and we were on the invitational team together in 2014. Um, and we've just, you know, we were on staff together for a little bit when she was on staff. So we've known each other for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And when I was kind of shopping around for a coach, because Sarah pretty much told me, like, if you're going to compete this year, mm -hmm. you need to get a coach. Um, when I was shopping around, I, I thought of a couple people, and then I'm like, why don't I just... Actually, Sarah was probably the one who said, like, just call Michelle. Right. You know, call her. She's, she knows you. You guys can chat. You guys can be real together. Mm -hmm. um, so when I called her and messaged her, I said, you know, I need some help. Um, but I didn't, I didn't want to be necessarily like a DECA comp athlete because I still wanted to be able to kind of fly that, that NCR flag at regionals and kind of still represent the gym and you know, kind of still be, still be part of, of NCR and, and still do some workouts with the, with the classes and stuff like that. So, um, because what she's doing with DECA comp is, is something that we admire big time. Mm -hmm. And like the way that she programs uh, for competitive athletes, for affiliates, um, and and just what she's built as, as sort of a business, uh, we admire that, and that's kind of what we want to do as well. Yeah, we like look up to her. Yeah, as, uh, yeah. So that's why she was a, she was a great choice. And when I said I need some help, I kind of pitched it as this is this might be my last year. I got this 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 going on. Um, you know my lifestyle. You know um, what it's like to be on staff and mm -hmm. to kind of have to. Tr program and, and train around that right. um, which was great because I would sometimes work out on the Sunday at the seminar and then I'd be like hey Michelle I feel good on, on Monday like give me some some stuff to do and she would say like no rest yeah so she kind of knew that that lifestyle and that a weekend even though you're not necessarily working out uh, is, is super exhausting yeah so cool. she was great for that so you have her training you leading up to regionals yeah 
what what did you feel other than that was different about your training? Were you doing more volume? Were you doing less volume? Were you doing more weakness work? Like what? We never touched on that. What what do you? Yeah, do? Uh, Michelle hammered my weaknesses. Yeah, absolutely hammered them. Um, a lot of Paul Tremblay hates running. Lots of yeah, lots of Paul Tremblay hates running, man. And that's what's kind of frustrating, you know. It's like that's a big weakness. It's a huge weakness, and I I. I work on it. I really do. And like for a part of the year, I don't think I've ever seen you squat, but I've seen you run a lot. There you go. Wow. That's that's not I'm not saying I've never I don't think I've seen you squat once. I year. I run I ran a shitload this year, man, and I really did. Um and I feel like I didn't really have a chance to to show that I've been running. Because I think I don't know. I don't want to sound discouraged, but I think no matter how much I work on my running, my 5k at the end of a workout will n probably never be comparable to the top guys. Mm -hmm. And just like maybe squatting at the end of a workout, they'll never be compared to, to mine or maybe do what, I don't know. But yeah. I'm I just saying like, there's some, there's some aspect of, of my weakness that's just like, no matter how much I work on it, uh, I'm, I'm still gonna be at the bottom of the pack. Yeah. I feel like maybe if there would have been some runs in a workout with another strength of mine, mm -hmm. maybe I could have been able to show yeah, showcase right that weakness work uh but yeah michelle hammered my weaknesses man and you know i did a bunch of deadlifts i did so many ghgs so many toes to the bar um tons of running mm -hmm. handstand walked you know and that's mm -hmm. another thing like i handstand walked a bunch i got better at that and then it's like castro throws another curve it's like hey you guys are getting good at handstand walking boom now let's go upstairs yeah you know, so. well hey working with a coach you got better I did. You're, yeah. You came tenth in the East Regional, which is very respectable. Yeah. So like, your weaknesses were addressed, and that goes to show it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I was definitely questioning the whole time. Like, was I actually getting better? Was I actually yeah you getting were. fitter? Because that's the thing of, of working out by yourself, and that's probably the challenge of having a coach. That's one of the things we talked about in the last podcast, right? Like, it's not fun. Like it's yeah. like at that, at your level, like CrossFit's like a bit of a job. Like you have to suffer and hurt a little bit. Yep. And that's what I've always told people that say like, sometimes training's not fun. Or someone who says like, I'm done competing because I'm not having fun anymore. Like, yeah, 100%, like if you're not having fun, why the hell are you competing? Mm. And a couple times leading up to regionals or even the open, through the open, I was asking myself like, am I, having fun do i like this you know because it's training by yourself it's going in and hammering your weaknesses and then i would kind of tell myself like i've never really done this i've mm -hmm. never um you know gotten gone in there and treated it like like a job almost so that's why i, I kept hammering through it and then just to see how, how it would go mm -hmm. yeah. well you know you know where i think like the fun comes in is like um winning the last event at regionals like that was probably so fun yeah right? and like or like even doing the wad with pete where you guys tied like that shit's fun oh that yeah and that's like ever. but like you gotta hurt a lot to get to that point yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like it's gotta be you gotta make and so michelle changes. you would say obviously helped you with big that. time yeah absolutely Making you do the things you don't want to do yeah i think that's the that's probably the whole th that's the main thing of, of having a coach main point yeah. main point is like having someone to program stuff that you would not program yourself <laughs> or even if you would program yourself they they put a different twist on it they make it a little bit harder they make it 
Yeah. You know, they make they think of different combinations. You know, running and GHDs, yeah. which is a terrible combination for me. Like, yeah, yeah. If you're working with a coach, I feel like it's very rare that you'll pull up your programming and be like, "Oh, this is going to be an awesome day." Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You're just it would happen sometimes, actually. I th I don't know if Michelle like did it to just like kind of keep yeah. me happy, but sometimes it'd be like a sick workout where I knew I could smash. Yeah. And that's the kind of fun. That's fun stuff to do. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. And then, so that's the training leading yeah. up. Let's get into regionals. So regionals, two, three, four days after you have a kid. Yeah. You drive Five down. Five days, yeah. Back up, man. Before regionals, the open. My worst open ever, basically. Barely didn't even qualify for regionals. Bubble boy. Bubble boy, man. Like, that was stressful. That was insane. I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe what was going on during the open. Honestly. Like, really? it was, yeah, it was Kinda like. Kind of pissed me off. And I'm, I'm gonna go like this is a totally different subject. No, but just like when now that regionals is done, and you see how some of the guys did at regionals, yep. who did do really well in the open. Like I don't know. I just feel like the open pissed you off. Yeah, like I just feel like maybe there's not a lot of integrity in the open anymore and stuff. But that's a totally different subject. But someone's got to finish last at regionals. You know. Yeah. I don't know. 15.2 outside of that. Yeah. So okay. 15.2 over the two parts of it, you finish second in the world. Yeah. Behind Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. Squatting and burpees, usually good for me. And then max, max clean. clean. Usually pretty good for me. Mm -hmm. And then the ones that hurt were the first and the third, correct? Fourth. No, it was the, the double under one when you oh, beat yeah. me in. Yeah. So I get a text, a little context. I get a text from you. Good job on 18.3. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You beat me. I'm like, sick. I look at the leaderboard that night, one fucking rep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like a nine round. But, yeah. but I was like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's. But that's the thing about that workout. Is, and that, that's basically. It's like a 900 rep workout. That's, that's one rep means nothing. But it, on the leaderboard in the open. Yeah, it when does, you do, I when, guess. When you do like, when you get away from the outliers. Yeah. It's like the, that normal distribution and statistics. Yeah. Remember that? Okay. Yeah. So when you get away from that, you get towards the middle. Yeah you're screwed. Like one point is, or one rep is huge. Like yeah. if I had gotten that one muscle up, you know, that at the buzzer I caught in a dip, but you heard the beep as I pressed out and we looked at it and we're like, yeah, you didn't get it. So don't take it. Yeah. Like maybe someone else in the open does take that rep. I don't take so it. So you could have almost had it. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so that one rep, you know, if I do have that rep, I'm not a bubble boy. Yeah. Which is crazy, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's true. But that's how it is in the open. That's the name of the game, and that's that's why we love it because it's crazy like that. Mm -hmm. But that's essentially the workout that kind of made me be in that bubble. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the first one was because the first one I finished fortieth, I think. Yeah. I mean that's bad, but it's not like in the region. It's not a hundred. You know, I was, yeah, in the yeah. region, I was 99th or something like that in that double under workout. Yeah. So that's what kind of kind of messed me up. Mm -hmm. But anyways, like leading up to that last open workout that was it was stressful man yeah, that's the most stressed i've ever been in the you were in a tight situation man like you had to do really really well yeah you redid that one and you did significantly better the last yeah but it didn't change anything right? it wouldn't change anything because of the points because you did that much better no it's because i did i did better but my first one was already pretty yeah, good like yeah, i would have finished I mean. fourth instead of second oh so you yeah, still so would have been in the same situation same, two yeah. points that's funny because I called my dad. I'm like, I'm, I think I'm gonna redo it. And we're talking. Yeah. And he's he's always bringing back numbers, and he can probably. This is the thruster chest of our three. Yeah. Three, six, okay. Yeah, and he's he's just like, it's like it won't make a difference. 
And I like kind of got angry. I'm like, no, no, every rep, every rep matters, you know. Yeah. Like, you don't really have. And he's choice. just like statistically, he's like, he's like, it's probably not gonna make a difference. Yeah. But anyways, I redid it. Yeah. I called him. Like, you know what? It didn't make a difference. Yeah. And so getting that's good. We yeah, talked sorry. about getting yeah. into regionals. Yeah. It was you had to wait for someone to go team. That's so, it, right? man. So like the the whole training towards regional was is was awkward. Like I had never been in that position where I was training but still thinking like, am I gonna go and. You know, everyone's like, oh, people will go team. Like, for sure, you're in, you're in. And I'm like, I hated that. You can't, I, yeah, I, you can't think like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it just pissed me off and made me so angry that I left my fate in someone else's hands, mm -hmm. man. Like, I, that just, like, drove me nuts. Yeah. And, like, I wanted to be so happy for Pete that qualified and that was in, that was ready to go. But, like, I had a hard time with that. Yeah. You know? Like, I was struggling. Big time, and I, I always tell people or like I joke about that I'm a mental fortress, but like <laughs> during that time, man, I was not a mental fortress. Like, yeah, I was weak, yeah. and I I brought that into regionals, man, and that's that's my biggest like I hate saying that I have regret, but that's my regret this year. Mm -hmm. Is like I was weak, I was mentally weak, mm -hmm. where I normally think that that's my that's a strong point of mind. Big strength. Yeah, yeah. You did really well, man. But that's why, that's that's what I mean. Like I look back at it and I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I did do well, but I I wasn't in the right headspace, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's like, I, I'm not saying that if I was, I would've done better or I would've qualified if I was in the right headspace, but just like, I didn't like the headspace that I was in coming into regionals. Because for those people who might not know, it's not like regionals finishes, the leaderboard updates, and you know whether you're going or not, in your case, it was what, like probably two weeks after the open that you had more. to wait more. Three weeks. More. It was, I found out like April 20th. Cause he so had a to, couple weeks out from regionals. Yeah. Uh, here, yeah. this is how it works. Um, they check the videos first. Check the camera, make sure it's still going, this is good yeah. stuff. Definitely. Yeah. They check the videos of the individuals, or the top 25, I think. Then they send out the invites. Then they check on the team stuff, send out the team invites. And it's only then when the teams have accepted, and the second wave of teams have accepted, do they come back to the individuals who finished outside the top 15 right. and invite them? So yeah, three weeks. It's about three weeks. And so it's training like you're gonna go, but mentally you're check you you can't be fully checked into it, right? Yeah, training, it's, it's you hard. It's hard. It's hard to be. Um, but you know, I still did it. Obviously, mm -hmm. training through it, training like you're going. Um, what was the feeling when you got the call? Was it like, fuck, I should have known this for a while? Or were you Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, it's you like, weren't even happy about it. You were just yeah, like, it was, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. pretty much basically it. Like, I, I got it and then I was like, fuck. You yeah. Know, fuck yeah. yeah. But like, at the same time, like, ugh. Yeah. It's happened, it's happened to Pete and I too in the past. And like, you know, like we knew the guy that was going team. So we all knew that like PT was okay. Mm -hmm. But you can't even explain it until you get that email. Yeah. You can't explain it. You never know. Like, I remember you texting me and you're like, you never know what Dave's going to do. Like, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe you won't backfill this year. Yeah. Maybe this year's like, if you didn't qualify, you didn't qualify. Yeah. You know, we're not filling spots. Yeah. You never know. Like, I would call, I would like talk to Jason McDonald about it and be like, hey, do you think Dave's going to do this? It's like, no, man, you need to fill the lanes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah, okay. Fill Jason McDonald right. is yeah. a flow master. Every yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah, he's a full, well, he's, a, he's one of the head judges, so head and judges. he's a full master in Canada, so I work with him all the time. Anyways, they were reassuring me for that. Yeah. But, yeah, man, th those were those were some awkward feelings, man, that I, I've never really had that leading up to regions. Sweet. 
Yeah, yeah, it's shitty sleep, and it's, sleep and um, it's just annoying. But like I said, like I was just, I wasn't strong enough mentally. Like mm-hmm. it did, it, it got to me. Mm-hmm. Would you say that? I know you said prior to the kid and life stuff didn't really affect you much, but this culmination hardest get up to regionals yet? Big time. Yeah. Oh, okay. for sure, for sure. Um, the the hardest definitely mentally. There there's been some hardest uh, maybe physically. Like injuries. Stuff yeah, because like I in 2013 I led up to regionals and I got surgery like three weeks before, two weeks before regionals. So like that physically was different. Right. Um, but I like I was probably mentally stronger back then. Right. I don't know, man. Anyways, but it was it was a tough lead up, tough lead up. And when the workouts came out, it was uh, my mindset going in was, um, you know, let's let's just go and, and see what happens and have fun mm-hmm. um so for that i kind of I, I had a good attitude like have some fun but you know it was i wasn't a hundred percent in mentally mm-hmm. until george was born right because when george was born it's like okay i have eight days or whatever six days i'm gonna go to regionals now like i know i'm going all the hurdles have been crossed yeah everything's done I, I'm going to regionals, so now I kind of get in that right mindset. Okay, let's yeah. get into the weeds of regionals. Let's do it. Event one, yeah. Friday morning, yeah. triple three. You've done yeah. that event before. Yeah. The announcers kept talking about that. Didn't matter. Oh, really? Yeah, no, it didn't matter. No. No. It's a different event. It's a different event, um, and it just doesn't matter for me personally because mm-hmm. it's just running is not a, a mm-hmm. huge strong point. I slept great the night before. Mm-hmm unbelievable best i've ever slept on any thursday night before regionals didn't have that that you know that feeling in my stomach of of i wanted to puke um so but it's because i kind of knew that you know there was there wasn't going to be a surprise the next day like i knew i was going to be in the bottom of the pack uh and like you can say like oh if you have that mindset then obviously you're not going to do well but like no i'm also a realist yeah I'm, I, I also don't start the season thinking I'm going to win the CrossFit Games. And you can think mm-hmm. that's a loser li- uh, yeah, mindset, but you, know, you have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. Okay? And with m- I knew that I wasn't going to win that event. Mm-hmm. So it was basically run your own race, do as best as you can, um, and then go from there. But I knew that the Linda was, was going to be a pretty good workout for me. So I was kind of keeping that in my head and kind of motivating me. Just uh, kind of damage control, go yeah. through. And as I was one. running, and I would see like some some of the guys like going faster, and in my head I was like, "Okay, I'll see you. I'll see you later this yeah. afternoon." You know, yeah. And I was kind of using that to to help me get through it. Okay. Yeah. So that event, you took thirty six out of what thirty eight, forty something along those lines. I want to say forty, but I think two guys dropped out. So yeah, the thirty eight. I did finish last. You didn't. Did not. No. Did not. No. I finished last at the triple three at the games in 2014. Hmm. Did not finish last in this Second one. last. There you go. Right? Who'd you beat? I don't know. Small improvements. I didn't even look at that ranking, to no, be honest. Absolutely not. No, I'm just. Yeah. Let's do it. So I'm mentioning it. Yeah, yeah. Um, event two. Yeah. A little bit more in your. Not in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Obviously, more so than event one. But is it in your wheelhouse? Really? It's not it heavy. It should have been, man. It should have been. But I mean, oh, you did well. You came 11th in that. Yeah, but that's you one. That's you wanted to win that one or come right yeah, up there. Yeah, that's one of the workouts that, like, in hindsight, I look back and I'm like, I pussied out. Excuse my language. Like, I feel like I did. Breeze video. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I, yeah. I just. And that's that's when the confidence comes into play. Like not just running because yeah. I, like I tried to run honestly, yeah. and I was at the point where like. 
Like the reason why Vellner won that workout is because he was sprinting in between his transitions. Sure. And once he got to five down to one, that was like so much moving back and forth. Yeah. And he was like taking breaks and doing singles, but sprinting, mm -hmm. you know? So like, that was a huge difference. And he even told us back there, he's like, I'm gonna sprint. I'm gonna run, you guys watch this. Like, it was funny. Yeah. But I knew I wasn't, I wouldn't be able to run because I had tried it and like, you're, you're destroyed. And from the run already, like I wasn't where I was gonna make up time. And I, I should have just gone a little bit harder on the, on the squat cleans, I think. Like played to my strength in that workout a little mm -hmm. bit more, and I didn't. Because Harder as in what? Touch and go? Yeah, just more touch and go. Did you rip singles the whole time? I ripped singles until five, and then I went uh, touch, touch and, and go. go. And like they felt good, you know. So like, I don't know. That's that's one of the workouts I look back and and like maybe if I had more confidence, maybe if I still remembered like what I'm good at, I'm still mm -hmm. really good at, and mm -hmm. I can like kind of play to my strengths there. Mm -hmm. I don't think I did that. Okay. I think that was a mistake. Then too. Yeah. Okay. So you finished day one, Yeah. not where you want to be. No. Do you, are you a leaderboarder? Do you look at the leaderboard at night? Do you yeah, get I don't it? analyze it much. I just want to see my ranking. Yeah, just quick glance. Quick glance, see the, see the points. And like day one, you could see like from, you know, from five to, to 20, mm -hmm. there was like, you know, 20 points different. Mm -hmm. So it was, not it was super, super close. So I, I don't really let it get to me. And I know that the, my best workouts are still to come. Yeah. So is that, does that fire you up, would you say, seeing that? Or is it like a, what, what's that do mindset wise? When you look and you see your place and you're not exactly where you want to be as an athlete. It's, it's just, I, I wasn't exactly where I wanted to be, but I, it's a, I was exactly where I, th I knew I knew was going to be. So you yeah. already kind of had that, it wasn't a shock. Yeah, it wasn't a shock. Yeah. And like I said, my mindset was just weird this year. Like yeah. I would see it and I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's go, let's go like snatch tomorrow and see how. But I think that could be good. I mean, some people, you know, there's the Mamba mindset, which is kill, 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 maybe mm -hmm. something, but there's a lot of athletes who, Vellner is probably a good example of it. Yeah. From what you see, he seems pretty chill all the time. I think he plays that role a little bit more. Yeah. He's pretty dialed in, yeah. I think, mentally. Yeah, the guy is the guy's pretty tough mentally. Um, but he is like a, a pretty chill dude. Um, but yeah, like, you know, my mindset going in, even I would tell Michelle all the time, I should be like, hey, how are you doing? Like, oh, I'm having fun. Like, and I was having fun. I was having a ton of fun, like, literally. Seeing everybody hanging out, like, in that warm-up area. And I think that was good for you. Like, I think, I think you really did well with that mentality. Yeah. Like, you didn't put any crazy pressure on yourself. No, zero. And you did really well. Yeah. I think that was the right mindset, maybe, for, for, where, for life that, mm -hmm. at that moment. But not the right mindset to win. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's day one. Day two, yeah. wake up. What's your thoughts on event three? Event three is the muscle up, handstand walk off, oh, pistol. Yeah. Uh, you weren't happy when that was announced. I remember I was here. No, for that. I wasn't. I Why? wasn't. Because handstand walk is just like a, it's a weakness of mine, and then you're making that weakness even harder. Right. Like both, when you think about it, actually, I've never really thought about it, but. I'm a I'm a good sprinter. I'm a terrible long distance runner, and there's a long distance. Yeah. You know. And then I'm 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 a bad handstand walker. I'm getting better at it, and now they make it even harder. So it's like it was like making my weaknesses even worse. You yeah. Know? So but highlighting it. But it's my problem. It's it's I'm just not fit enough. You know, I'm not good enough at those different things. So. But it's just going up the stairs and down the ramp, it was, it was tough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew that that was going to be damage control. And I actually feel like I did well. 
I did Sorry. okay once I was getting it. Yeah. You know, I would I missed my first one so many times. And once I got it, and that workout, man, I don't know if you watched, but I was yep. super chill. Like mm-hmm. I literally just took it easy. Like I did I broke up my muscle ups, did my handstand walk and I, I fell, I took my time, went back, and I finished uh, twenty six, I think. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah. And top. my goal there was if I was top twenty in that workout I would have been happy. Yeah. Yeah. Real close. Yeah. Event four. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the first like really good performance for you. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I kinda I, I my buddy Glenn, Glenn Cameron, was pretty much like telling me like stop being a bitch. A bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You you had every potential in the world to mess that up for sure. Yeah. He did. It was really cool to yeah. watch. And sure. I remember I was on the start mat and Jason McDonald was one of the head judges and he kinda looked at me and I don't remember what he said. But the, his look that he gave me was just like, right, let's go it. here. Yeah. Like, if you don't do well in this workout, mm-hmm. you suck. Yeah. Basically. Where did you end up on that one? Fifth. 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 Oh shit. But that's that's another. You know, it's it's another one that it's easy in hindsight. Blah blah blah. But I look back and I'm like, if I would have been in the in the top heat, maybe it's a bit different. Yeah. You know, I was in the third heat. I had a good race going on with uh, Christian Harris, um, but it's. You know, I finished the workout and I did not like crumble like everyone else did. Mm-hmm. Some of them did. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. Again, maybe I lacked confidence in my burpees. I tried to pace them a little bit too much. I don't know. It's it's tough to make that analysis at the end of the workout, but I still did okay in it. You know, finished fifth. That's that's a lot of points, and I was fired up when I finished that and I won that heat. That but was a big selly. That's that where the it. picture came. Yeah. That that was a good picture. Yeah. That was man. a cool picture. What it's those moments, man. Mind. You chase those moments. I think about those moments every single day. Like every time I work out, when I go to bed at night, you think about you know finishing a workout and just being absolutely super happy with your performance. And, you know, and if and you're like, if you're listening at home, Paul just clenched his teeth really hard when he said that. <laughs> Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Okay. It's true. It's those moments, man. When you finish, the, you win a heat or you win a workout. Like it's fires you, fires you up. Yeah. Cool. Day two. Day two. Five minute break. Yeah. Come back for day two. Let's do it. The mailbox. What do you call that? Super mailbox. A super. What's thing. a super How mailbox? No one knows what that is. It's not a. Is that thing where it's like a big block of a bunch yes. of people's mailboxes? Yeah, I grew up with those. Yeah. Rita doesn't know what they are. That's she always new, had a mailman come to her house. Yeah, same. It's not new, man. Super mailboxes. <clears throat> Did you say stupid? <laughs> super. They are stupid mailboxes. Stupid. Super stupid mailboxes. All right, day three. Day oh, three. Sure. We're back. So, finishing on a high note, mm-hmm. end of day two. Yeah. Rev you up for day three, or you're already pretty revved up for day three. I don't feel like I was revved up at all. Yeah, all weekend. You're pretty close. I was pretty chill. Yeah, pretty chill. Okay. Um, day so like on Saturday night, I went to dinner with my family, which was cool, because it's not necessarily something that I I do. You have a big family, don't you? Yeah, huge family, and they all come down all the time and this year Sarah couldn't be there um, so it's just the boys we missed that part yeah it's just the boys right <laughs> yeah uh, which I hadn't done you and two buddies I yeah mean, yeah Angus and Glenn um, I hadn't done that since like 2014 I love Sarah but mm-hmm. you know a weekend with the boys at regionals is kind of fun too yeah uh, but anyways on Saturday night I went to dinner with my family which is kind of cool and I ju- we just it was more like chill you know, I wasn't like I knew I had some some work to do the next day, and 
but in my head it was it's that's again coming back to like mentally weak Kelly would have loved that that little portion that I was talking about a mental fortress right listen to the podcast um so you guys know what he's talking about we have someone yeah. sitting behind the camera named Sorry. Kelly an intern of ours she's making sure it doesn't shut off again yeah learning curve we're gonna have an engineer from we're, getting, we're getting better we'll get better at the podcast we'll get better it's only episode two yeah um that's what i'm saying like i wasn't in the right mindset because you know sometimes i i, I usually last couple of years of regionals on saturday night, i look at the leaderboard and i'm like if i win both events or if i do this and do that i can go to the games you know and i didn't really think about that on saturday night mm-hmm. i was thinking let's we'll just go and See how and, she goes. Yeah, and then we we realized that Pete and I were gonna be right beside each other in a so twenty-person cool. heat for event five. I wanted a picture of that so bad, man. The amount of times I wished I was at regionals was never epitomized more than that one moment that I wished. And I had forgot, so I forgot my NCR shirt. Okay, and I'm like, I can't. We can't do a workout side by side without NCR shirts yeah. like matching. So uh, I wore. Um, Jen's brother's shirt yeah. that he brought gave it off my off his back. That's so sad. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Where's that shirt now? It's at home. You kept it. Yeah. So we owe my brother. Shirt? Yeah. Yeah. We owe Mark a shirt, and my brother-in-law gave me one too. But for some reason, Mark's fit, fit a little bit better, so I'm like, I'm gonna wear that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that was insane. Yeah. Like, think of the odds. You know, you're you're at regionals. 40 it's other day, people. Yeah, 40 other guys. It's day three, and that you're excited you're doing watch. the workout right beside the guy that you you know essentially train with all the all the mm-hmm. year long. Mm-hmm. It's just it was a cool scenario. That's pretty sick. And that was fun. And, and you guys finished like super close too. Tied. And we tied. Yeah. Which was oh, insane. We tied. We tied. Because he was ahead and you caught him at the end, right? Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. That's really sick. Nick, can, like, I, can I ask a question? Go for it. Um, so there's a picture surfacing the internet of what appears to be you and Pete kissing. Can you just yeah. touch on that? I don't think I've seen this picture. That wasn't after event five, man. That was after event six. Oh, my bad. Yeah. And I whispered something in his ear, and someone snapped a picture as I was like coming What'd you out. whisper? Uh, has been yet to be. <laughs> that picture's got to come out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it, was not a kiss. it was not a kiss, no. Because okay, I was a little jealous. We had a pretty epic hug on our knees after event five because yeah, we both finished uh-huh. doing lunges and we just like dropped the dumbbells. We're both like on our knees and we gave each other a hug. It was kind of weird. It was good. Yep. But yeah, that was that was funny because he crushed me on the um, those box jump stepovers. Yeah. And then um, that was kind of a moment actually after the box stepovers that I'm like when I picked up the dumbbells mm-hmm. to go for my lunges, that was like, that was a cool moment where I, I kind of felt like myself and I felt like I was like going for it. Yeah. Cause I saw Pete far away and I saw that he put the dumbbells down and I'm like, I cannot <laughs> let Pete beat me in this workout. Yeah. And this is where I can take him. Yeah. So he picked it up and just went for it. Like, he looked like he was dying. <laughs> like, cause, cause if you watch it, it's, it, at one point, you're like, "There's no way PT can catch up to Pete." Yeah. And then I, you came PT out of nowhere. PT goes into beast mode, and Pete just like it looked like he was getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Like he picked up the dumbbells once, and I think he threw them right back down. <laughs> yeah. like he was just a mess. Let's let's talk about that event. That yeah. event blew my mind. Yeah. Those seventy pound dumbbells for fifty box step overs. Yeah. 
like anyone who does CrossFit should have a relative idea of how hard it is to do box step ups with dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Period. Fifties are twenty four inches guys. too. You had to do a seventy. Yeah, it was at twenty four inches. Like that's pretty high for that step up. You're if you're not that tall of a guy, you're essentially doing a pistol pistol ranger motion yeah. every step. And pretty much everything you needed for that movement was taxed prior. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Not just in the weekend, but in that event. Yeah. People don't understand the fatigue that comes in your hamstrings and hips from handstand push-ups and toes to bar. Yeah. But no one went hard on that. No. No one did. Not people who finished anyways. No. Yeah. Like, I don't... Actually, Velder kind of went hard on the bike, maybe. No, but he was staying... The, we, everyone knew that the money was made on the box step overs. Yeah. That's where you can make money. And and in my head, when I was going through the workout, I honestly thought that like I was missing my chance of passing people because those box jumpers, those box jumps were killing me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna get to the dumbbells and go for the lunges and like, I don't know how that's gonna feel. But for some reason, man, I can't explain it. When I picked up the dumbbells and I put them overhead, I was Miracle. like, these feel like nothing. Yeah. I don't know why, yeah. it, was, it was weird. And then I just went for it. So like I, that uh, the the guys who did really well in that workout mm-hmm. crushed the box jump overs. Yeah, like just and you you would say you paced the first three parts though. Yeah, yeah, I do. Because yeah. last night, I don't know if you saw it yesterday. Um, Travis Mayer in the Atlantic region. Yeah, he went hella hard. He got to the bike fourth and was off first by like twenty seconds. I want to yeah. say, and he got missed it. qualifying by one spot. Travis Mayer didn't qualify. No, no. Yeah, he wow. missed by like nine points. Yeah. Devastating. Yeah. And it was arguably that event because he had a pretty good event six too. No, but he he won that event, didn't he? He won event five, I think. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, look it up. I'm pretty sure he came in on Sunday morning and just went ham and won the event. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. I kind of thought Olsen won that one. Um, I didn't follow it too, too closely, but... You might be right. Yeah. Anyways, he had... He went, he went hard. I'll pull it up, Nate, if you want to keep No, I got it. Travis Mayer, he came. Right, he did win the event. You're right. Yeah. Called it. He, he called it, too. He's like, I'm going to go win that event. He's the guy who can also do Karen Unbroken at 30 pounds. Yeah, he's crazy. So he, he knows, he knows weird pain. shit. And he's a dad, too. Yeah. Father. A dad. Yeah, he's got That's two right. kids. He's got two boys. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Two dad boys. Dad strength. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait for that shit to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. fun part. Event six. Event six, man. Event win. Yeah. Fifth in your career, as far as I can see. Yeah. Good math. Two in 2014. Two two in 2014 and one in 2015. Yeah. And then this one. So fourth. Fourth. Did I say fifth? Yeah. It's fine. Fourth. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I really love the last events, man. I don't know why, but Castro just program sprints every single time yeah. every year Perfect. it's just a sprint at the end mm-hmm. it's it's great to watch i guess but um so yeah that was that was unbelievable i felt great doing it the last one you won prior to the sprint was the muscle up squat clean yeah that was in 2016. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, 15. 15. yeah and then this year was, was rope climb oh yeah rope climb thrusters rope that was in 2016. Thrusters. yeah yeah but and this year like the that legless right yeah, this year the the um, making the thruster a little bit heavier, like at 155, that just that's up your alley. That's up my alley, and it just creates a little bit of a gap, mm-hmm. you know, where um, 
it just you can't put your head down and go yeah like there's a little bit more involved right there's a little bit yeah whereas exactly. in the past it was just like you can really put your foot down on the throttle and just go for right. it whereas now because you like, saw a lot a lot of people starting to fail thruster at the end yeah oh man I missing came, lockouts I came dropping close behind their head oh yeah dude pt's last thruster i seriously thought he was gonna mm. like i didn't think he was gonna get up it was bad yeah that got heavy at the end there same um, with Pete, like you guys both, you could tell it was like you were flirting with failure. Yeah, yeah, but that was a great event, you know. Obviously, finishing that, winning it, I was pretty pumped to yeah. watch the last seat and watch Velner drop the bar. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I got the event win. Yeah. And then later on that night, he, I texted him to congratulate him on the whole weekend, and he's like, "Thanks, man. I, um, I, I let you. I dropped it <laughs> to let you win that last one to sign off or something." <laughs> Like, thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So, finishing it, day three, yeah. over, finishing 10th place. That's seven spots up from the previous year, yeah. correct? Yeah. One of the better finishes, especially in this era mm -hmm. that you had since the games. Right? Yeah, How well, it's 2014, so I'll go to the games and then I finish seventh. I finish eighth, finish 17th, and then ninth, or tied for ninth, so 10th. Yeah. yeah. 2016 onward, though, I feel like there's been a shift. Uh, you, in terms of what programming? Well, the super regional. Yeah, 2015. 2015. Yeah, that's the super regional. Yeah. So it's you know finishing top ten at regionals. Yeah, I mean the last two years for you especially, there's been no max lifts. Yeah. So there is a shift. Yeah, there there might be a shift in in the. That's program. a whole other podcast right there, but. Yeah, true. We could chat about that. We definitely are going to. Um, but I think it's a good shift. Yeah. You know, I don't. Um, and Does yeah, it, finishing top ten now at regionals is is. It's pretty good. Like I yeah. couldn't believe it. I could not believe the jump that I made from winning an event. Yeah. And it just goes to show, like, it pays to win events, and yep. that's why. When I say like, my mindset was was not right. It's some events that I didn't attack enough. Mm -hmm. Like the Linda or like the snatch workout. Like I, I, and in hindsight, I'm like I'm still good at these things that I'm good at. I should still like be foaming at the mouth, like bleeding, wanting to yeah. win those workouts. And yeah. I didn't have that. Yeah. And like I said, like it's not like if I had it, I would have won or I would have mm -hmm. finished top five. Like I'm not saying it, it could have been the exact same outcome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just wish my mindset would have been better and that's what I'm gonna take into next year. Yeah. Yeah. Finishing. Yeah. Regionals is done. Yeah. Excited for next year right away. I know you had mentioned that maybe you were thinking about it being the last At least you said with the Michelle thing the way you positioned it to her when you had yeah. her as coach Was that a thought at all or was it immediately like that last event felt awesome? I'm gonna come into next year like you just said then like what was the thought process? Man, it's hard to finish. It's hard to finish like that and not think about next year right away mm -hmm. and, and regionals just finished right like I feel like our region was like months ago, but it was yeah. just two or three weeks ago and just watching region after region, it just made me more and more frustrated. Yeah. Honestly, and just motivated to, to try and go for another one. <laughs> I think it it depends, it'll it'll depend on a lot of things and I'm not making that decision yet. And I might go team, you know, and it might not even be with CrossFit and CR, who knows? But that's for another podcast, right? <laughs> We've already talked about this. <laughs> I haven't heard anything, about, I don't know anything about this. Well, maybe that's just a little bit of a hint of what's down yeah. the pipeline for CrossFit and CR and other things. But um, yeah, who knows, man. I, I, but the thing is, is like I said, I, I've always said if I go to regionals and I get my ass handed to me, I'll probably stop. 
didn't and happen then, this year. Yeah. And I thought that happened last year, and then I'm like, okay, I'll give it one more shot. What's asked for? I don't know. It's, you know, it's like actually feeling like I don't belong there. Okay. So like, if I go to regionals and I feel like I don't belong there, um, and that's tough. Like, will I ever, ever Cause when you can or? come, when you have the capacity to come second in the world yeah. in a workout, yeah. I don't think you can ever think you don't belong there to some extent. Yeah. You still have to get there, right? Like the open's not, it's no joke anymore, mm-hmm. but, um, and that's another thing. Like I always say that it's like people say that they, they, they stop competing and, and, um, or when I'm done competing, I'm not going to do the open. I think for us, that's impossible. You know, we're affiliate owners, so we're always going to do the open. Yeah, well, and, and as yeah. long as I sign up for the open, I'm going to want to crush everyone yeah. around me. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if Pete's still competing or whatever, and you're still competing. Like, I'm still not going to want to lose workouts. Yeah, I'm still going to give her. And to the, you know, sometimes it's hard to say this because we don't want to swallow this pill, but I don't think we're ever going to stop competing. Yeah, like. No. It's just, it's a shitty pill to swallow because there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. But mm-hmm. I think that's just like, kind of reflects our business. Mm-hmm. Like, we're Did not you see the amount of people from NCR that was at, in Albany, New York? Crazy. Like just that alone. Everyone like, always talks about it. it. Just it's insane. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone like, always talks about it. I couldn't believe how many people actually came down. But it's like, how old are you, 31? Yeah. So it'll be 32 next year. Mm-hmm. He's like three years away from masters. I'm two years away from masters. Like we're not done. We're never mm-hmm. going to be done. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep doing this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's our life. It's our, it's our lives at this point. Like, yeah. Even yeah. though you want, you sometimes you kind of want to be done. Oh, man, there's yeah. a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not, there done. is, we're never done. So other than the fact that it's, you don't like losing, it's basically your life now. Is there anything else that like drives you to compete outside of that? Cause you hear a lot of people talk, you know, like obviously rich as a state thing. And some people might have like to, you know, Cole Sager talks about being like an influence. Do you have anything outside of just like your burning desire to compete that specifically drives you? I don't know. It, it might sound selfish, but I just want to go back to the games. Yeah. Uh, you know, if these people are doing it for other people as influencers or to, to help motivate people, that's great. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would argue that every competitor's sole motivation is selfish. Mm-hmm. And then with that comes, you know, helping others and, and, you know, being a role model or whatever. But like, I, I, I want to compete and I want to go back to regionals because I want to go to the games because I, I love I want that feeling again yeah. and I want to be you know where I think I belong yeah. which is with the elite with the best in the world at, at CrossFit so um, what's that what's the next year then we'll kind of start tapering down what's the next year what's the plan what's it look like well I'm fired up to like just start training with my friends again honestly man yeah. like I I I want to get back to, to just like shooting the shit and, and working out with, with the guys at the gym. Which is what um, we've been doing for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, which is great, which has been fun. Sweet. Um, but I, like I said, like I, I think I will keep some sort of relationship with Michelle because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it and I think it, it was really beneficial for me. Um, but that's a conversation I have to have with her in terms of what role she'll have next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, for me, it's the same old story, man. Like I, I'll just spend the year still working on my weaknesses and whether I go team or individual, I still need to get better at running. You still have to be a good runner to be on a team, you know? Like I would hate to go on a team and then let my team down because I suck at running because I haven't been working on it. So regardless of team or individual, I still need to get fitter 
And what we tell our athletes is to work on their weaknesses to improve their overall fitness. So if I'm not doing that myself, whether I'm competing or not, then I'm not a role model and I can't, you know, I don't, I'm not practicing what I preach. So that's what training is going to look like. Yeah. I'll do the same thing. And then the open will roll around. We'll probably do the open, go pretty hard. Are you, uh, you got some pressing business over there? Or not really. Am I talking too much? No, you're good. Okay. I'm really good at multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> open and roll really around. We'll do the open. We'll go hard at it. And then, uh, if I call five for regionals, I'll go back to regionals. Sick. Yeah. Let's end it there. Let's end it there. Yeah, sure. That's super long. I'm sorry. No, that was great. These, I guarantee everyone wishes it was another hour. That's an exciting topic. That's like an hour and 15 minutes? Something like that. How's that for podcast number two? Pretty, pretty all right. Is it still rolling, Kaylin? Yeah. Great. So we'll end that. Podcast two, episode two, regional recap. We're gonna be back. We're gonna do another regional recap with Pete when he's back from Hawaii. Can't wait. Um, lots more coming your way. Be sure if you enjoyed the last episode and this episode to subscribe. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. If you have any questions for PT, leave them in the comments below. I'll be sure he sees them. We'll go from there. That's it. Cool. Thank you.